You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of GeesFromTheCouch.com. And we are coming to you in the evening, um, managing not to do the late night thing today, which I is probably better for me because then, I don't know, maybe I'll actually fall asleep before 3 a.m. And that would be preferable. But anyway, because I'm recording now, we get to do a preview instead of a review because we did all our reviews yesterday. So we're going to spend today talking about the upcoming four-game series against the Yankees and one of the weird wrinkles in the rotation that we're seeing so far and how that could change going forward. But we're going to begin with just a straightforward look at what opposes the Blue Jays, at least in the first three games. Neither... Neither the Yankees or the Blue Jays have named a starter for the finale on Sunday. So you'll see there. But again, we can go through what we can with these teams. And the opener tonight already is going to be really tough for the Blue Jays. They're going up against Domingo Herman, who is the major league leader in wins with 14. He's won five of his last six starts, and even when he gave up eight runs in the other start in that stretch, that was the one where New York won like 14-12 or something. So he's on a bit of a tear. Faced the Blue Jays in July, blanked them over six innings. So, you know, it it's fun times against Domingo Herman whenever the Blue Jays face him. And it's going to be really difficult for Toronto to maintain momentum after a road trip that was very successful, um, not coincidentally, with Bo Bichette coming up right at the start of that road trip. The Blue Jays went 7-3. and three. And you're seeing all these articles now that, um, you know, like Mark Shapiro's like, oh, maybe we can contend quicker than we thought. And like, you don't actually believe that. I know you don't because you would have avoided having to dip into a, as, as Mark Shapiro called it, a weak free agent market to try and supplement what you have going in the rotation because none of those prospects are ready yet. So I'm not sure I buy that from Shapiro just based on a road trip where they dispatched Kansas City and Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is all right, but the Blue Jays were the beneficiaries of some timely hitting in the in that series. So I don't buy that the Blue Jays are ready to compete yet, and I think this is going to be a, a wake-up call, so to speak. It'll be easier later in the homestand when the Blue Jays get to face Texas and Seattle, but this is going to be tough, and it does start with Herman. And Thomas Pannone is making the start tonight. He's had success against the Yankees in the past. 1-0, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1
with a 257 ERA as a starter against the Yankees in his career. And he's coming off back-to-back six-inning starts during that road trip. Had nine strikeouts against Baltimore. And admittedly, the lineup is nowhere near as imposing as it once was. I mean, with with all the injuries that the Yankees have had recently, this is a lineup that's not, you know, performing at its peak, although it doesn't really seem to matter because, again, this is a team that's made Gio Urshela an all-star candidate. So there, there's nothing you can say, really. Urshela's actually batting third in this game. That that would have been hilarious for the Blue Jays. If if John Gibbons had batted Gio Urshela third in a lineup, we would have assumed he'd been drinking one too many Coors Lights, which that would have been an amazing task because Coors Light is not good. Um, But yeah, you look at the guys they're using, like Cameron Maben's batting fifth, Mike Toshman, who... The Yankees fans love they they consider him the better Mike T is is batting six and playing center field they got um Mike Ford recently called up he's going to DH and then Bravik Valera the former giant is playing second this is a this is a walking wounded kind of lineup so I'm not sure the challenge is all that greater for Thomas Pannone in this game, as opposed to when he was facing Baltimore and Kansas City, he'll have to deal with Aaron Judge, he'll have to deal with DJ LeMahieu, and he'll have to deal with Didi Gregorius. But a pitcher in Pannon's position should be able to handle the rest of the lineup. So it'll be an interesting test tonight to see what Pannon does. Second game, obviously, warm and fuzzies for Jay Happ. I've already seen people posting their jerseys online for when Happ makes the start. Obviously, his last trip to Toronto was very successful. Seven innings of one-run ball on June 6th. So the warm and fuzzies are still going to be there for J.A., who um, did all right in the Boston series, but has struggled to the tune of a 524 ERA this season. So he's not the J-Hap of the past. Whether or not, again, the Blue Jays can take advantage will be the thing. And Sean Reed Foley's been announced as a starter for that game. Obviously, the Blue Jays want to see a little more length from him. He's walked four batters in each of his last two starts. And while the the earned run average is still down, that's not what the Blue Jays need to see out of him. And it's not what Sean Reed Foley needs to deliver either, because if he keeps doing that, he's going to find himself out of the rotation conversation and he's going to be converted into a reliever very quickly because you cannot be successful when you keep walking batters like that. Now, this will be the first time Reed Foley faces the Yankees at home. He he had that great start last September when he struck out 10 in five scoreless innings. Again, he walked four. So... That that's gonna be the goal for Sean Reed Foley the rest of the season. Get get a start where he doesn't walk a batter. I I would love to see that from Sean Reed Foley. He can do that. I will be impressed. So um the Saturday game again, uh probably surprisingly, not knowing much about Sunday, probably the most winnable matchup 
for the Blue Jays because um, Masahiro Tanaka has not been good against teams not named Tampa Bay. And he's been really miserable in his last stretch. In his last seven starts, he has an ERA of 10.23. Granted, that's a little skewed from the 12-run outing against Boston, but he's still not been good. Again, it's amazing he got to the All-Star game and Ken Giles didn't. I'm very surprised still by that. I don't care that he got the win. Wins are meaningless. As I turn to wins to describe a lot of pitching performances. But the reason why I'm most confident in this one is because it's a game that Jacob Wagespach will be pitching in the series. And as we talked about earlier this week, Wagespach is doing very well with the stuff he has. Um, only given up the one run in the past 12 innings against Kansas City and Tampa Bay. So this is obviously a step up in class. He did not fare well against Boston on July 16th. So if Wagaspak can do the same things he did against Kansas City and Tampa Bay, that just cements him as like the the prime option for the Blue Jays moving forward with this rotation. So we're going to touch on why that Sunday game is still interesting, even if we don't know who's going to be involved right after this but before we head into our break just a reminder that this episode is sponsored by postmates whatever you need whenever you need it if you know you need flour because you're baking cookies at 11 p.m at night or you need a pizza delivered at 12 and you need it like cooled down so you need them to sit on it for like an hour or something you can postmate it It's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service. All year round, they'll get it to you. They can deliver anything you're craving. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S., and they're making inroads in Canada. So they offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery stores, convenience stores, anything you want or need, any time of day, any time of year, Postmates will bring it to you so you don't have to go to the store and have to wander around searching for everything you can download the app for free you can browse restaurants and businesses that are on postmates and you can track your delivery in real time so for a limited time postmates is giving listeners 100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days to start your free deliveries you just download the app and use the code locked on and again that's a hundred dollars of free delivery credit over your first week so you can literally use it for everything anything you need anytime you need it postmate it download postmates and save with the code locked on you are locked on blue jays your daily toronto blue jays podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day we are back and Still not feeling great about myself. I've been battling something all day, but that's nothing new. So, uh, could have been the ramen for lunch, but and like it, it was quality ramen. Just the problem is, I I got it and I didn't get the ground pork. I got the pork belly, and like I'm not, I'm barely eating pork as it is. But the pork belly was just all chewy, and I'm like, mm, like I can still feel it in my throat so I'm fighting for it for for y'all 
to get this out. So I mentioned before the break that the Sunday contest was interesting because neither side had named a starter yet. And that's actually Trent Thornton's spot in the rotation that the Blue Jays haven't committed to. And given how Trent Thornton has performed recently, which is suffice to say, not good, it makes you wonder if the Blue Jays are considering a change to, again, either rest Thornton or um, limit his innings or just get him right. Because, again, it's just not been good for him. It's been like watching Aaron Sanchez this year. Um, He's only completed six innings. Uh, twice in his last seven starts and like the turn against Baltimore was good six innings of one raw ball that's fine but against Tampa Bay he completely unraveled um, in that fourth inning giving up three two run home runs you just cannot do that and maybe it is just a Tampa Bay thing because he did the exact same thing on April 12th when he faced them gave up three home runs pitched into the four. Maybe that's just what happens when he faces the Rays, but it's still not a good sign. ZRA has ballooned up to 555. That's the second highest point that has been all season because it was at 579 after he had that run of three straight losses in April. So it's, it's getting back up. And obviously the Blue Jays are worried that, you know, he's starting to lose it whenever he's not facing a team called the Orioles or that traded him. So I I understand if they want to play around with it a little bit. They did add Zach Godley to the roster today. They optioned Brock Stewart back to Buffalo, which that wasn't surprising. They DFA'd David Polino, which we didn't mention yesterday, which I'm not surprised because um, given given the sounds of it, the, the headspace wasn't right with David Polino. Um, obviously with his lack of desire to participate in fielding drills, which Ken Giles is not having any of that. But even, even though he was performing in Buffalo, it just didn't seem like it was really clicking in his mind. And it remains to be seen if he'll remain in the organization. But... I wouldn't be holding your breath just considering the way things have gone with him in the past year. So whatever, get your head right, David. Here or elsewhere, I don't care. Just do it somewhere. Anyway, so Godley's been activated. He's on the roster. He's in Toronto. It's very possible he could pitch tonight out of the pen if necessary, but I think what Toronto wants to do is save him for either that Sunday game or the Monday opener against Texas, because it would be nice to just have that rotation spot filled instead of having to keep cycling through, you know, Font and Stewart and Kingham and all these other guys. So I think that's what the Blue Jays want to do with him. I don't think they want to use him unless it's like an extra inning situation, which in in which case at this point, you might as well just be like, Hey Yankees, you can have it. But it's becoming apparent that Trent Thornton is starting to run out of chances to make sure this season is salvageable and to put himself back into that conversation 
for the rotation because a lot of people now are are speculating that Thornton is just going to be a middle relief guy or a, a depth guy. Just the way he hasn't been able to consistently put it together and, and the way teams are, are able to easily figure him out like the second time through the lineup. It's it's like getting a younger version of Sam Gaviglio, which, I mean, one Sam Gaviglio is plenty for this team. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what decision the Blue Jays make if they do decide to just go with a bullpen day. Or they're going to let Godley get his run. I would like to see Godley get his run. Because I think once Godley knows he is a starter for sure, he'll perform better than if he's being shuttled back and forth, which Arizona kept doing to him. So that will remain to be seen. But I'm going to let you see it because we are at the end of today's episode. So just a reminder, if you're not following me on Twitter, I don't know why, but you can do so at A underscore J underscore Andrews because Twitter is dumb. And makes me put underscores in there. Subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya. Wherever you get podcasts, you can get Locked on Jays and play it in your car on the commute or while you're vacuuming or while you're baking at late night hours. You can listen to Locked on Jays anytime. You just tell your smart device to play Locked on Jays and it'll do it. So why not, eh? Um, Follow it. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Locked on Jays. And we will be back tomorrow with the return of Blue Jays Fan Friday. So hope y'all get your questions and comments in tomorrow. We'll have a fun discussion then. So for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.